It's easy to see if a student's physical needs are being met, but how can we ensure that our classroom is an emotionally safe place? Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Welcome back. Last week, we talked about safety and how we can create a physically safe place for our students. And while this is especially important for our students who have endured trauma, it really is beneficial for anyone. So I don't want you to feel like you have to have a student who has experienced trauma in order to use these strategies. Um, And today we're talking about ways that students can feel emotionally safe in the classroom. And when I was kind of brainstorming about ways that I have ensured or I've seen uh, teachers make sure that their students are emotionally safe, it reminded me of this time when I personally had to feel emotionally safe. And it was back when I was teaching my very first couple years in my first school. And while it wasn't the greatest situation uh, I was working in, I did feel emotionally safe with my coworkers, with the staff. And we were in this in-service and I got to say, I made a complete fool of myself. So only the people that in this situation (laughs) know what happened. And they probably have long since forgotten about it. But it was very traumatizing for me in a hilarious way. But we were in a math in service and it was just in our building. We were in the library and we had our like head math guy in our school and he was teaching us about math and he had asked us a question. And really what he was getting at was that kind of what is going on now with Common Core Math and how, you know, there's many different ways to get to an answer. And that's what he was trying to say. And so he gave us this math problem. um, And I don't remember what it was. It was something like 102 minus 98. Okay. I think that's exactly what it was. 102 minus 98. So he goes, you know, okay, figure out this math answer to this math problem. So I figured it out in my head. And then he's asking everybody and he's like, okay, how did you, how did you figure it out? So they're doing it. And I thought I was so creative. Okay. Mind you, I am currently a reading specialist. Math has never been my strong suit. And I taught first grade. So we were not getting to subtraction of triple digit minus a double digit number. Okay. I'm looking for some sympathy out there. And he gets to me and he's like, okay, because I am raising my hand. I'm ready to to participate. I'm so proud of the the strategy that I use that nobody used. And he's like, okay, what did you do? And I said, well, you take the two from 102 and you add that to 98. So now you have 100 minus 100 and you get zero. And he just looks at me and I'm like, don't you get it? And everyone starts looking at me and I'm like, you take the two, you move it to the other number, you get zero. And just everyone is looking at me and, and it does sound like a scary moment. And it was, 
But I just found it so comical that I was not understanding why 102 minus 98 is not zero. But in my head, I was so adamant. I'm like, you take the two, come on. And they just started laughing and not in a mean laugh. Like it was just like, a, oh my gosh, this is so comical type of way. And I'm cracking up at myself. It it truly took me a while to realize why I was wrong. But in my mind, I was so certain it was right. But it, the story reminds me that our children need to feel that safety. They need to feel safe in our classrooms to put themselves out there and say what they're thinking, even if it is completely and utterly wrong. They need to feel emotionally safe. And so that's what this episode is about today. And hopefully you don't put yourself in a situation where you make a fool of yourself in front of all of your coworkers during an in-service. But that's how it went. So in this episode, I have three ways that you can ensure that your students will feel emotionally safe in your classroom. And the first one is that I want you to look at the relationships that your students have with other students. And how is the environment in your classroom? Is there a fear of physical harm from other students? Like when you look at your students in your class, is there that like energy of, we are all together and we are all one? Or is there more of that energy like I have to be better than you and sometimes that happens when I need to provide physical harm to you in order to make me feel better? Because that is not gonna help them feel safe. And I know that kind of goes into the physical, but it's more about like the environment in the classroom. Is it a supportive environment where students will emotionally feel safe? Also, what are the words that the students are using? Are there hurtful words being spoken? Is there verbal bullying going on in your classroom? I want you to to think about those things. And you as the leader in that in your classroom, kind of facilitate how the environment and that vibe is in your classroom. So I want you to take a look at that. In a future episode, I do want to talk about ways to de-escalate students who immediately choose to get physical uh, when they're dysregulated. But right now, um, I don't want to think about that. I want more about like the vibe that you're putting into that classroom. The second strategy or kind of like element in your room to make sure that the students feel emotionally safe is that the words that you use. Words are very powerful and words can be used for good or for evil. And I'm not saying that any teacher has any inclination to be evil. (laughs) Although we all know that those students or those teachers that we've had in the past. And, you know, if I said, hey, what was that teacher you had that was evil? Like you definitely know that person. So but I don't think any of us have the intent to be evil. Um, but our words can have a positive or a negative tone. And so I want you to think about the words that you use. Are you using words to uplift or are they more of like a shaming or guilt words, like blaming students for things? When something happens, how do you react? Do you immediately think, oh, I'm going to help them because they need help? Or do you kind of go into that blame mode where you're like, well, if you didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened. There, That's two ways to address a situation. So I want you to kind of take a look at the words that you use with the students and maybe think about a reaction, like your first split reaction for a situation and think, okay, do I go into help mode or do I go into blame mode? 
So I want you to think about that. Also think about your words. Do you complain a lot? And that's something that we just have to admit to ourselves if we do it. I know in my first school, I was so miserable. I am sure I complained a lot. I I I, I don't know for sure, but I, I feel I probably did. I was just so unhappy in that placement. And, and so I'm sure I complained a lot. And that energy goes off to the kids and they sense that energy and then they're not going to feel emotionally safe because you feel like everything is going wrong. So if you feel like everything's going wrong, then they're going to feel like everything's going wrong. And that's just not helpful. And the last way that I want you to think about how you can make your classroom emotionally safe is think about students feeling comfortable to speak up. And kind of like in my story, how I felt comfortable speaking my truth about that math problem, even when I was completely wrong. So think, do your students feel comfortable speaking up? Or do you think that they have a fear of speaking up? It can be academic, but it can also be emotional. So do your students feel like you will believe them when they come and talk to you about something? Will you support them? Or is it more of like you kind of brush them off and it's more of like a eh, thanks, but I I'm too busy right now. I can't address that. Will you believe them or and and not even truthfully for you, but will they think that you believe them because it's their interpretation? Do you give off that energy of I, you believe all of your students' feelings? Also, will they feel embarrassed? When they're in a, in a situation in the classroom, put yourself in the mind of your student. They want to, you know, share something with the class. Will they feel like they're going to be embarrassed in that class? Are there students that regularly will just kind of berate them and, and make them feel dumb? Or does it feel like an inclusive environment where no matter what they say, they will kind of cheer them on and, and be kind? That would help with the emotional safety as well. And what I want you to do is ways to ensure that these students will not have that fear of speaking up and they'll feel comfortable is I want you to always listen and never assume. We always put our lens and our filter on things and we have to let that go because that's our lived life. That's how we've perceived things. And we can no way can perceive things the way that our students are perceiving them. They are in a different generation they have a different life. They have a different home life. They've had different experiences growing up. So we can't assume things from our end. So we need to listen to them and really hear them out and know that it is their truth. So as a recap, we have three ways that we can ensure that our students feel emotionally safe in our classroom. So one, we can make sure that the environment in our classroom is conducive to positive relationships. We don't want our students afraid to come to school because of how another student in the room might treat them. Uh, second, that the words that we use are very powerful and they're so powerful that we can never know how they affect others. So we want to make sure that our words that we are using are in a positive nature and not so much in a negative light. And third, our students need to feel comfortable that they will be heard. And when those students feel like they are heard, then they feel safe and then they don't feel embarrassed or put down or kind of threatened. So hopefully this helps with your ways of becoming emotionally safe in your classroom. In the show notes, there's a link for my PDF of 60 ways to create a trauma-sensitive classroom, and they include ways to be physically safe and emotionally safe. Go ahead, download that. It's a free PDF that I want you to have to help you get started in creating that safe classroom. I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. 
If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at A Mindful Teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 